Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. Hi y'all, Carrie D here, and Merry Christmas. It is the most wonderful time of the year. The music is playing in every store, and the carols are blaring in my kitchen as I cook, bake, and wrap presents. I remember growing up, we had a record player in our living room. The highlight of the Christmas season was when my mom took out all of her Christmas albums, stacked them up on that fancy record player, and as each one dropped and played, I would sing and dance and wrap presents and make ornaments. To this day, it isn't Christmas until I hear Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby, and Dean Martin sing me a carol or two. Now, because my mom and I listen to those Christmas albums all day, every day, I have memorized pretty much every verse of just about every Christmas carol. Now, as a kid, I had no idea by singing and memorizing these carols, I was tucking away God's word, his promises, and the gospel deep in my heart. As a mom, and then later on as a born-again Christian, I began to hear these old familiar Christmas carols with new ears. I realized they were full of scripture and biblical truths. Now, I'm not talking about rocking around the Christmas tree and grandma got run over by a reindeer. Those aren't Christmas carols. Those are Christmas songs. Christmas carols are actually church hymns created for worship to be sung during the Advent and Christmas season. So since Christmas carols are so rich in biblical truth, why not use them as your family devotions during the month of December? You can even do some serious fun Christmas schooling just with some good old-fashioned Christmas carols. Our family used Christmas carols as our Christmas schooling a few times over the years. And it's so simple. As you enjoy the music of the season, you learn about the Christmas story and a few other things along the way. Now, the term Christmas schooling is relatively new in the homeschooling community. It basically refers to taking time off from doing your regular formal school lessons in December and using a more unit style approach with a Christmas theme. There are some really great Christmas schooling type units out there too. Sarah McKenzie at Read Aloud Revival has some great Christmas schooling ideas using picture books and chapter books as your focus. And Gather Round has a great Christmas unit too. I actually did two episodes back in season two called Holiday Homeschooling, where I shared how you can learn about how Christmas is celebrated around the world as your quote-unquote lessons for the month of December. And in the episode Adventures Preparing for Christmas, I also share ways you can informally do math, science, writing, and art during the month of December while truly focusing on the reason for the season.
Now, in this episode, I want to share with you how you can do some Christmas schooling with Christmas carols. Basically, Christmas schooling using Christmas carols has four simple components. You can do one Christmas carol a day, you can do two a week if you want, or one Christmas carol a week. So first of all, you just listen to, you sing, and you learn a particular Christmas carol. Then two, you read the lyrics of the Christmas carol. Now the popular refrain you want to read, but you want to read all the verses. That's where all the good stuff is. Then three, Pick out a few biblical truths that you can talk about that are brought up in the different lyrics and stanzas. Find a few Bible verses used in the lyrics, or talk about some of the unknown vocabulary within the lyrics. And then four, if you have time, learn about the composer, the writer, or the lyricist of the Christmas carol. If you want to do a little reading and writing too for your younger students because you don't feel completely comfortable taking off the entire month of December from formal lessons, then write the lyrics on a poster board or type them in large print without the music notes. And then as you sing the refrain and the verses, you point to the different words. This will help your emerging reader connect the spoken word to the written words. Carols are also full of sight words, so it'll help in that area too. For fun, you can write the words of the refrain on separate index cards, one word per card. Then shuffle them, and as your child sings the carol or listens to it, have him or her read each card and arrange them in the correct order of the song. Again, it's a fun way to practice reading and spelling. Use the refrain, a stanza, or a Bible verse in the carol as your copywork. Have your child copy the words and then decorate the page with Christmas decorations. It's a simple activity that allows your child to practice writing skills, handwriting, spelling, sight words, and vocabulary. You can play the game Name That Tune with the carols you're learning too. Write the title of each Christmas carol on an index card. Lay them face up in front of everyone so they can see the titles. Then play a few notes of a Christmas carol. The first one to tap the index card with the correct title gets a point. Again, it's just a simple and fun way to practice some reading during the month of December. Okay, so let's get to the actual Christmas carol devotions and lessons. In this episode, I want to share with you four of my favorite Christmas carols that you can use this week as soon as you finish listening if you want. Okay, the four songs are Go Tell It on the Mountains, Silent Night, Joy to the World, We Three Kings. So again, you can do one carol a day, or you can use one carol a week. It's truly up to you. First, let's do a little prep work. If you can, get your hands on one of these three books. Christmas Carols for Kids Heart by Johnny Erickson Satata. All ages. It's good for all ages. Or the book Then Sings My Soul Special Edition by Robert Morgan. It's the holiday version, and it's really great for all ages, especially the older ones. Or the Jesus Storybook Bible Christmas Collection by Sally Lloyd-Jones. This one's better for younger kids. Now, if you would like to share with your kids the story behind each Christmas carol, these are three great resources to use. You can always Google it, but these three books are great to add to your family library. You can use them year after year as you learn different Christmas carols each year. Okay, second... Make a Spotify list of the carols you want to learn about and memorize. Listen to any version of the Christmas carol you want to use. 
This way, you can play the list on repeat and shuffle when the kids are just hanging around, playing, drawing, helping you cook, or they're making presents. Having the songs in the background playing is really the easiest way to learn and memorize them. Next, make sure you print the lyrics with music notes if possible. Make several copies so each child has one. Place the lyrics in a sheet protector, or if you want, purchase one of those transparent menu holders. This way you can print each carol you want to learn about and place them all in one place. Each time you learn a new carol, you have easy access to the previous carols to sing and review. Now, if you print the music score along with the lyrics, then your kids who play an instrument can even attempt to learn to play the carol, either on the piano or the violin or the flute, whatever their instrument is, and they can accompany the family as you sing and worship. Okay, now we're ready. We have a Christmas carol book with some history or stories about the carols. We have the lyrics printed up and easy to easily be read, and we have our Spotify playlist ready to go. So let's start with Go Tell It on the Mountains. This African-American spiritual song was actually compiled by John Wesley Work Jr., and it dates back to at least the 1865. Listen to the song and sing together all the verses. Since YouTube has so many great music videos, listen to any version you like, and then for fun, Watch a few YouTube videos of different artists and choirs singing the song. Then read all the verses together. Discuss some of the vocabulary that might not be known. Like, what does lowly manger mean in the last verse? Or why do you think the shepherds feared and trembled in verse 3? Then after you sing the song a few times and discuss the lyrics, read Luke 2 verses 8 through 20. Go Tell It on the Mountains is about the angels coming to the shepherds in the fields, declaring the good news of the Savior's birth, and then instructing the shepherds to go see and to tell everyone what they heard and saw. Then as a family, memorize Luke 2, verses 13 through 14. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. You can even use the Bible verse as your copywork for the day or for the week if you want. If you have one of the books, Christmas Carols for the Kids' Heart, or Then Sings My Soul Special Edition, you can read the chapter about the Christmas Carol, Go Tell It on the Mountains. Okay, the second Christmas Carol I want to share with you is Silent Night. The song's lyrics were originally written in German around 1860 by a young Austrian priest named Joseph Mohr. Now, listen to the song and sing together all the verses. Remember, don't skip the stanzas. That's where the good stuff is. Use YouTube again to watch and listen to any versions you like by different artists and choirs singing it. Then read all the verses together. Discuss some of the vocabulary that might be unknown. What does round yawn mean? (laughs) Well, it simply means around. Yawn is an older word for over there. What does shepherds quake at the sight mean? And what's a heavenly host? Now, after you sing the song a few times and discuss the lyrics, read Luke 2, verse 7. Silent Night describes the events in Luke 2 and the humble birth of Jesus. Then as a family, memorize Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. 
Again, you can use the Bible verse as your copywork for the day or for the week if you want. If you have one of the books, A Christmas Carol for a Kid's Heart, or Then Sings My Soul, the special edition, you can read the chapter about Silent Night. Now, in the fall of 1816, Moore's congregation, which was in a little town of Austria, it was reeling. Twelve years of war had decimated the country. And due to a volcanic eruption in 1815, Moore's congregation was poverty-stricken, they were hungry, and they were traumatized. So he crafted a set of six poetic verses to convey hope that there was still a God who cared. The song was apparently well received by his parishioners. But perhaps no time in the song's history was this message of hope and peace more important than during the Christmas truce of 1914. That was at the height of World War I, German and British soldiers on the front lines laid down their weapons on Christmas Eve, and they sang the song Silent Night together. All right, so the third Christmas carol you can use as part of your family devotions in December is Joy to the World. The carol was written in 1719 by the English minister and hymn writer Isaac Watts. And its lyrics are a Christian interpretation of Psalm 98, (laughs) celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Today, the carol is usually sung to a 1848 arrangement by an American composer, Lowell Mason. Now, this particular song, Joy to the World, celebrates Christ's second coming much more than it talks about his first coming. Stanza 3 is the exception. That stanza is not based on Psalm 98. The curse, which is referred to in the song, references Genesis 3.17, when God says to Adam following the eating of the apple from the tree. The verse is sometimes omitted, but don't skip it as you're reading and learning and singing it as a family. It is full of biblical truth and really the whole reason we need a Savior. Now, listen to the song, Joy to the World, and sing together all the verses. Use YouTube again to watch and listen to any version you like by different artists and choirs singing it. Read all the verses together, and don't skip stanza three. Discuss some of the vocabulary that might be unknown. What does let men their songs employ mean? Well, when you hear a song you love, you crank it up and you sing it with all your heart. That's what the phrase means. The next line says that creation, the fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains will also rejoice and repeat the sounds of joy. God's word in Luke 19 even says that rocks will cry out and praise his name. What are the wonders of his love? When you stop to really read the lyrics, you realize joy to the world has double meanings. Yes, it's shouting for joy that the Savior has been born. But it's also describing his second coming and what the new heaven and earth will be like when he reigns as king. After you sing the song a few times and discuss the lyrics, then read Psalm 98. Look for similar words, phrases, and promises in Psalm 98 that you can also find in the carol Joy to the World. Then as a family, memorize Philippians 2 verses 10 through 11, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
You can even use the Bible verse as your copy work for the day or the week if you want. After all, the season of Advent is a time for believers to remember Jesus' first coming to save us from our sins, but it's also a time for believers to remember Jesus' promise to come again as King and Judge. And in this crazy, chaotic, evil world, this promise should give us so much joy, we want to shout it. And if you have one of the books, Christmas Carols for Kids Heart, or Then Sings My Soul, the special edition, you can read the chapter about the Christmas carol, Joy to the World, and how it's actually a collaboration between three different people. And then the final Christmas carol I want to share with you is We Three Kings. John H. Hopkins Jr. wrote the carol around 1857, and it's based on the narrative of the journey of the Magi in Matthew 2, verses 1 through 12. So, go ahead and listen to the song and sing together all the verses. Again, use YouTube to watch and listen to any version you would like or different artists you want to hear singing it. A sensational performance of this classic is by Hugh Jackman, David Hobson, and Peter Cosen. Now, read all the verses together. Discuss some of the vocabulary that your kids may not know. What does orient mean? What does traverse afar mean? What's a more? What were the three gifts that they gave? What is frankincense? Then use verse 3 to help your child figure out what frankincense is used for. What's myrrh? Use verse 4 to give you hints as to what myrrh is used for. And then verse 5 sums up who Jesus is, King and God and sacrifice. And it's also symbolized in the three gifts that they brought. After you sing the song a few times and discuss the lyrics, read Matthew 2 verses 1 through 12. The Christmas carol, We Three Kings, summarizes the song of the Magi visiting baby Jesus in Matthew 2. As a family, memorize Psalm 105 verse 3. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. You can even use the Bible verse as your copy work for the day or the week. And if you have one of the books, Christmas Carol for a Kid's Heart, or Then Sings My Soul, the special edition, you can learn about the composer and the story behind We Three Kings in that chapter. Now, I only shared four different Christmas carols. Hopefully, you can use the information in this episode as a springboard to your family devotions during Advent or as a way to do some Christmas schooling without actually opening up a textbook or doing a workbook page in December. So in a nutshell, pick a Christmas carol, listen to it, sing it, learn it, and read the verses. Talk about the lyrics. Try and make connections to the Christmas story and Bible verses or or passages that you know. Read a passage from the Bible that relates to the Christmas carol. Then, if you can, for fun, learn about the composer or the history behind the carol. That's it. There are enough Christmas carols to keep you and your family busy for the entire month of December if you want. Have fun Christmas schooling with some of your favorite Christmas carols. Merry Christmas, y'all. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, this is a great book to read or to give to a friend at Christmas. 
Don't forget, you can find me at my website, coffeewithcarrie.org. If you heard something you liked or something new, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Take a few minutes to leave a little review. This really helps other homeschooling moms find us. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing my podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, my podcast, and my book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.